0: Hello, well, Hi guys. This is just a cheeky little disclaimer before the podcast starts. Um, we are going to be talking about some pretty heavy things, you know.
1: Dark times dark,
0: are ahead. Yeah. You know, if you are of a sensitive nature, we are going to be talking about things such as suicide, abuse, rape, murder. Um, all the big stuff. Yeah. All the big scary stuff. Yeah, all the big hitters. You know, we're obviously not doing this to upset anyone or to offend anyone We uh,
1: and we're not here to belittle victims, we are here to ridicule ideas. Indeed so on that note we hope you enjoy the episode but we also want you to know that it's okay not to listen Yeah, you know, there are other podcasts out there. Yeah. Not better ones but other ones Other ones Speak to you soon guys. Take care, bye chance
0: to evacuate is to leave with us. Good evening listeners. Now with the rise of alternative religions were we right to burn David Blaine at the stake? Please let us know your thoughts, feelings and opinions on this. Tweet us, text us, call us in. Whatever, just let us know. Hi, I'm Matthew Williams because 21 toilet gin he's dead
1: <laughs> this
0: is the rebirth the rebrand yeah and I'm here with re-brand. and I'm here with sex squatch Adam oh, oh. a bad Adam
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you sound like the spirit of
1: jazz <laughs> I am also the spirit of jazz <laughs> I do <laughs> live my own <laughs> sweet time. <dad. laughs> hello oh, dear, no, I can't
0: keep that up no <laughs> no you're going to end up hurting yourself <laughs> Um. So it's been a while. How are you? How are we all? You look well. Look
1: like you've lost weight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have you done something new with your hair and um, stuff of that?
1: Holidays. Whatever. Holidays. Small yeah. talk. Shit. You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good. Good. Um. We've we've been a bit busy. New jobs. New jobs. New
1: lives. New yeah.
0: All just... sorts going on. I mean, I've been planning my uh, trip to the Nevada desert. I'm on the 20th of September. <laughs> for
1: area 51.
0: Yes. You're going into Area 51, aren't you? Yes. I am going to
1: storm it on a BMX. <laughs> on a BMX. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> a BMX. <laughs> In a desert. Because <laughs> that's exactly the terrain which the BMX was designed for.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> no, dude, that whole thing is so funny. Because like, there's going to be so many food vendors. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. There's going to be... But like, there'll also be loads of people selling just the best tat. There'll be so much good I shooting. want,
0: I want, I want st- I Stormed Area 51 tat. Yeah, I, I
1: Stormed Area 51 and all of oh, that was this crazy t-shirt. And a... <laughs> and a
0: tiny alien. And a tiny alien and a chest full of lead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean... It started with Harambe and it ends with the Area 51 massacre of...
1: 2019. What, are you trying to imply the the internet's going to end as a result of...
0: (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, just life. Just existence. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's time, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's time.
0: Yeah, I'm tired.
1: (laughs) We gave it a shot. We we gave it a shot. Gave it a good go. Cool. So, what are we going to be talking about today?
0: Today, we are going to be talking about potentially one of the most metal cults. Yeah, this is like done so far. This
1: is if the film Sicario <laughs> got into death metal. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it's a bit li- like, take a little bit from Deicide, take a little bit from Cannibal Corpse and just Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Dude, all the time while I was
0: doing the be, research uh, for this I was just like horns in the air, windmill head banging. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You did just do a sound that if anybody... We, I do apologise if anybody had their volume high up then, because that sound was, like, five times louder than any other sound on the episode. So Whatever. Thank you. thank you for that, Matthew.
0: Yeah, so it was originally founded by Adolfo... You, de- you,
1: you haven't said the name. Oh, been?
0: it's... Uh, they are the narco satanists ba <laughs> na <laughs> na um, na 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 so it was founded by Adolfo de Jesus Constanzo and they were active between 86 and 89 and the narco-satanists were a drug cartel that dealt with witchcraft, vehicle and ritualistic murders based in Matamoros in Mexico.
1: Mm-hmm. So they headed south of the border.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean...
1: Possibly literally because I would imagine there was definitely some, like, ritualised abuse of... I don't know. Body
0: parts, I'm guessing. (laughs) Shall we find out? (laughs) Shall we find out? (laughs) (laughs) So, born in 1962 to Delia Aurora Gonzalez, a teenage mother who fled the post-revolution Cuba to Miami's little Havana, Adolfo was the eldest of three children. His mother, Delia, I do apologise if I'm mispronouncing any of these.
1: You are not a Mexican. (laughs) or Cuban, Spanish or of any kind or of Latin descent. Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> you said that with such. <laughs>
0: I don't know because I'm really bad <laughs> with
1: <laughs> at, at words. <laughs> uh, uh, not
0: what? Yeah. <laughs> um. So his mother Delia was a devout believer in Santeria. So Santeria is an Afro-American religion of a Euro- of um, Yoruba origin. So when slavers stole West Africans from their homes, they forced them uh, they for, sorry they forbade them from practicing their religions openly and were forced to adopt Catholicism. so they worshiped the saints and adapted them to their original religions in which they would practice in secret sense um, secret hence santeria literally meaning saint worship yeah. so the practice of Santeria... Included uh, Includes A trance and divinity I've got this <laughs> I believe you, you can do this You
1: can say the word Divination System yeah,
0: really. To communicate With the dead With the dead And deities uh, Sacred drumming And dance- dances And ritualistic Animal sacrifices So As you can probably Guess I'm not really a fan of this It's not for me No Vegan boy Don't like mm-hmm. animal sacrifices Oh no So Believe it or not, this would have turned out to be a huge influence on the Constanzo, especially when he would accompany his mother to Haiti, which is basically the home yeah, of voodoo. So, yeah, totally. You know.
1: Haiti is really where voodoo comes from. And it's kind of sad now that like, any time there's a zombie film, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> reference Haiti reference Haiti or I mean, you do at all like and it like
0: I walk with a, zomb- I walked with a zombie and
1: yeah like now it's generally yeah. oh we've oh it's a virus
0: virus in yeah. a lab and I think yeah. the best one that's done that is probably 28 days later
1: yeah totally but like I think it is kind of sad that we've just totally forgotten this like so it was ripped off from a from a, a from a culture, and then just completely like changed, changed yeah. and moved away from that culture.
0: Yeah, because it's. Um, I guess it's because like the idea of. I think it's like just stems from like the threat of the cold war. Co- yeah. cold war. God damn it! This is exactly how the cold war started. Um, no, I think it's because of like the the threat of nuclear. Holocaust and everything like that. Yeah, there's so always there's like always like that like out of horror is like very influenced by
1: the <coughs> like that. Um, constant threat of like biological weapons and yeah, CDC so bits of like um, kind of kind of nuclear war. You're right, like say well, the stuff like the hills have eyes and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean that's kind of that's great. The hills have eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just cool. a, just a classic American road
1: movie. Good times,
0: good <laughs> times. good vibes. Good times, good vibes. I mean, I watched that recently, and some of the language used in that is extremely not okay. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would very much be cancelled.
0: They dropped an f bomb. <laughs> Well like it was one of those where I was watching it and it was I, I had to pull a Steve Harvey face when they, like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> great podcasting there yeah, yeah. Um,
1: fantastic use of you know the, the medium um, yeah
0: so yeah when, so Haiti basically being the world capital of voodoo which was another aspect of Santeria so as a teenager Constanzo uh, became a sorcerer's apprentice. So we had a nice little red robe.
1: We ain't robes. talking about no Fantasia. <laughs>
0: we had a nice little red robes. He had a little blue hat with stars and moons on it. And he was teaching, it was
1: teaching some mops how to dance. Dance, yeah, it was. And to love.
0: Uh, <laughs> so he became the Sorcerer's Apprentice. That's
1: definitely trademarked. I don't think your version was good enough to warrant <laughs> concern.
0: <laughs> Literally sat here, like, just kind of, like, half asleep with a can of, like, Pat's Blue Ribbon in my hand. Just like, yeah, yeah, I guess it wasn't. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm basically your dad on a Saturday afternoon after the football. Not your dad, I mean, just dad. Every, our dad. The
1: the universal dad. I'm
0: everyone's dad.
1: I'm a... And yet no one's dad. Oh. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Haiti, and him
0: becoming a sorcerer's apprentice. So, um, sorcerer's apprentice, and began practising a religion called Palo Mayambe, which, again, I'm sorry if I've mispronounced this. Um,
1: Palo
0: Mayambe is right, I think. So that was basically developed in slavery era Cuba, which again involves animal sacrifices. Its beliefs include the natural powers of the earth, and the veneration of the spirit of the spirits. As well as many higher gods. Such as. Kim Pung Ulu. The deity of forests and roads. He's basically a guide that provides balance. He also guards the entrances of the cemetery. And is often considered the guardian of the moon. There is also Sarabanda. Whom is often associated with uh, Saint Peter. So sort of like uh, an effigy. Must be uh, made of iron. And depicted with three legs. And we all know what that third <laughs> leg is, right?
1: Um, I, I wasn't aware of that being part of the, the St. Peter myth, but I mean, you know... I've been, Stability um, and balance. Yeah. Um, and...
0: <laughs> so oh, it's also his seeing, dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't remember seeing that at the St. Peter's Pacific, but you know. <laughs> just
0: St. Peter, just having a massive wang. <laughs> um, hey, man, it's heaven. Do what you want. If you want a massive wang, have a massive <laughs> wang. And what would be considered the king of the deities is uh Kiengu, aka the Sky Father, and the prime creator of all life and the deity of knowledge. So there was also a string of grave robins associated with Palo. Uh, notably, in 1995, a Palo high priest was uh, arrested uh, for the possession of several skulls and animal remains. No, no, no,
1: Little big keen.
0: A little bit Ed a, 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 a little bit Ed a little bit Dead Skin Mask, a little bit fucking Slayer, <laughs> <laughs> and as a and also as recent as 2015, when another Palo priest was arrested for allegedly stealing bones from mausoleums in what Wor- in Worcester, Wor- yeah,
1: Worcester, Worcester, in America, yeah, not here. In- they would call it Worcester, but it is Worcester. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, it's spelled the same, it's Worcester. Yeah, yeah. Because they're incapable of pronouncing. Particularly um, Worcester sauce. They're terrible at I mean, sauce. I mean, well,
0: <laughs> you've offended half of our listenership there. <laughs> so cool. Thank you. Um, we appreciate it. you
1: genuinely itch- trying to high road me on offending Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The pronunciation of a word. <laughs> Not over claiming someone's the zodiac killer, not over claiming that <laughs> mm. yeah. This you free look- band, but I don't like
0: it. <laughs> you look like an ant from where I am. <laughs> up
1: on that up on that high throne that you put yourself on on that pedestal.
0: Mm. Yes. <laughs> it's good up here. Nineteen <laughs> 19- <laughs> In nineteen eighty four Constanzo moved to Mexico City. And because he was classically 80s handsome, which...
1: Well, I would say in one of the pictures that I've seen, he absolutely looks like a Mexi- like a, a Latin...
0: Simon uh, Le Bon.
1: <laughs> I'd say more like Tom DeLong in that uh, Blink-182 video where they dress in 80s clothes. I think it's like First Date, mate? No, no, it's not First Date. It's There's one of their songs where they're in like hair-metally-type clothes. And he looks like that to me. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so, Why well, everybody th- decide... Tell, tell us what you think he looks like once we yeah.
0: type a picture on the end. I mean, I thought he just looked like Simon Le <laughs> Do you know
1: what Simon Le looks
0: like? Though? He's what I thought Simon Le Bon... No, he looks <laughs> like he should be in like, something like Duran Duran.
1: Yeah, he's got a very fancy yeah. vibe. He's got a yeah.
0: sweet mullet. <laughs> um, <laughs> <I do. Ooh. laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... No, like he did, He looks like I was about to say he looks like he should be surrounded by cocaine and women, but
1: he, um, he was. He <laughs> <Pretty> was. <much. laughs> so that's like um, the other thing with this, uh, with his uh, Palmyan Bay uh, uh, priest, right? Like he was already related to the, to the, and was making money off of the drugs.
0: Well, Quintana. yeah, so basically, so he started making a living for modelling and not long after moving to Mexico City, he met what would become the genesis of his cult following um, and there were three men, but it was Martin uh, Quintana. I'm really... I'm, again, I apologise if I've... with the pronunciation of these. Quintana, that
1: sounds fine. No, no, no.
0: Jorge Montez. Yeah, Jorge Montez. And Omar Aria. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, Cool. So... They started off a small business where Con- Constanzo would uh, cast spells to bring good luck. So this basically started off with um, you know, people wanting to look for a job interview for better health. Again, these spells would include uh, the ritual sacrifice of small animals such as chickens, goats and snakes. But then when word started spreading around... Uh, About his business in the dark arts Bringing people good luck That's when he uh, started to gain attention from drug dealers Hitmen and high ranking corrupt policemen uh, Who enjoyed the display of extreme violence In Constanzo's rituals And referred him to to the city's notorious drug uh, cartels Mm -hmm. So as the drug deals and border runs Became bigger and riskier The rituals started to become increasingly more expensive And requiring bigger and more powerful animals Such as lion cubs Giraffes and Do you zebras.
1: Have because I've got some a price list. Have you got that? I haven't got a price list. No, yeah, I can give you some prices. So, if you if you wanted, uh, you know, a rooster, that's basic stuff, isn't it? Rooster, that's uh, six pounds, uh, six dollars. Sorry, coats thirty dollars. Bow constrictors four hundred and fifty dollars. An adult zebra. One thousand one hundred dollars. Where
0: are you finding an adult zebra in Mexico?
1: <laughs> well, this is a good question. And African lion cubs? No, not is it. You can't be sacrificing Simba. <laughs> 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 That's uh, three grand, three thousand one hundred. That's
0: a lot cheaper than I thought it would be. Yeah,
1: I thought it would be more expensive than that.
0: You know what? He didn't know his work.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think his his pricing structure, even for for the mid eighties, his pricing structure seems a little bit
0: low. Yeah,
1: but maybe that was to tease people in. Him. Hey,
0: he bought his. Uh, <laughs> he was bringing his rituals to the working man.
1: <laughs> he genuinely tried to make a like class struggle argument for his <laughs> for his <laughs> ritualistic sacrifices.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so so yeah.
1: um, No, really? That cheap? Yeah, apparently so.
0: What? I heard somewhere there was a giraffe, but I didn't want to put that in. No. (laughs) Because I wasn't 100% sure, and I thought, and I was even sort, oh no, I have, yeah, lion, cubs, giraffes and zebras, yeah, there was a fucking giraffe and a zebra. Where are you finding these African-based animals in South America? Are they just raiding
1: zoos? Technically Central America. South America, <laughs> um, just just technically, um, I would imagine yes. In and or just like the international trade in animals, uh, like you gotta think that even right up until the eighties and nineties, there was still like a big trade in exotic animals. Um,
0: yeah, I guess so. If you could, because people would want a zebra in their house, wouldn't they?
1: If you're, like, and and Mexico as well... If you're on cocaine... Still to expensive. If you are basically having
0: Coke for breakfast, what do you want to see when you first wake up? You want to
1: open a restaurant, because that's what all people on Coke think that they're going to do. They all think they're going to open a restaurant. Do they? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, What? and, (laughs) And they all, like... What we need, what we need, guys, right? What we need is, is like is like four zebras and, and two giraffes, <laughs> um, and then everything will be fine. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: um, so as mentioned previously, with these uh, practices, uh, grave robbing is common, and Constanzo's rituals were no exception. So he started raiding graves for human remains to put in his ganga. Now the ganga is a cauldron often used in Palo. And uh, it's used for magic and divination. It was then his court decided that the spirits of the dead that, the the dead that provided them with a the protection they would start to need to use human sacrifices, mm. so which led to the brutal murders of twenty victims, mostly homeless, rival drug dealers, and police officers, whose mutilated bodies were found in and around Mexico City, including decapitations and the removal of spines. Uh, it was said that some of these bodies would be found this in extreme very mortal combat, isn't it? Yeah, someone's spine. Yeah, decapitated. Get over here. <laughs> um, it was said that some of these bodies would be found in extremely busy areas as a way of sending out a message of what he and his court were capable of.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to think as well. Like during that period, Mexican cartels all incredibly ruthless, all vying for. So, I mean, he needed to turn. Have some level of yeah. He'd already got like this mistake about him being this sorcerer going. <laughs>
0: He's just running around in his red robe and his little little blue hat,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which you know. I mean, that's the last thing you see. That's sad, isn't it? <laughs> People getting killed, killed <laughs> by someone. <laughs> someone who looks like they're attending like a, a World of Warcraft. <laughs> uh, oh X-Man. man.
0: Oh, that's something we did while uh, we've been away, wasn't it? We, yeah, we worked. We worked at a... Games Expo. Didn't that we? was that was a fun weekend. That was that was really fun. <laughs> I mean, it was a beautiful experience as well. I met Tony Robinson.
1: You did, yeah. Yeah, he was lovely.
0: No, that he was. Oh no, no, he was over the road. Yeah, yeah. There was a Comic Con like opposite the Games Expo. <laughs> well, yeah, because those two things <laughs> make sense together. Um, I will say this: it smelled exactly how I
1: thought it would. <laughs> I guess you can take that whatever way like, you choose to. Yes.
0: No, <laughs> like, it was um it was really nice to see like so many different people from like different walks of life, you know, different races, different genders, different um sexualities, different religions, all just in it's probably the closest we're ever gonna get to utopia. Mm-hmm. Well it's not a utopia either I don't want to be fucking part of it or a bunch of
1: nerds, but it was it was beautiful to see. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was a nice energy there. Yeah, it was like And you're pretending like you're not a nerd whilst you sit on a podcast where we talk about cults. You find people of the zodiac killer um... <laughs> again you're using visual <laughs> you... Seven episodes in, and you still don't understand that the medium is entirely <sighs> audio <audience> based. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
0: So, this is when things start getting out of hand and a bit wild.
1: Oh, because the za- sacrificed zebras. That
0: was. <laughs> this is pretty. That was pretty tame in comparison. So basically, it started to escalate to the point that Constanza decided that the Ganga required a more extreme sacrifice: an American student's brain. So, this brings us to 1987. And Costanzo is starting to get power-hungry. He starts to feel like the uh, cartels aren't paying him enough... ...for the work he's done for them... ...and believing he was responsible for the success of these cartels... ...and demanded to be a full-business partner with uh, Calzadas... ...which was uh, one of the most powerful and dangerous families in Mexico. Now, these cartels aren't stupid. Superstitious, yes... But stupid, they're not, and rejected his demands. So Constanzo started uh, starting to believe his own godlike bullshit. Didn't like this one bit. Uh, so he made friends with the new cartel, the Hernandez brothers. So then, mysteriously, seven Carl Calzada's family members simply disappeared. Then found several weeks later, dismembered and disemboweled. So things are getting Yeah Things are good. getting heavy Things are getting weird So The Hernandez brothers are going to play a huge part in this now For the rest of this uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: The rest of this story So in 1988 Constanzo moved to Rancho Santa Elena uh, Which was this huge house in the middle of a desert Where he could carry out his more sadistic rituals And a court practices without anyone bothering him there basically allowing him to go under the radar. And it was around this time Constanzo also met a young woman, Sarah Aldoretto. Now have you seen a picture of um Sara Aldoretto? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, she again, classically eighties, big hair, big hoop earrings. Yes. Hey man, some might say she just wanted to have fun. Boom. Beat you. <laughs> Boom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So she was uh, born in uh, Matamoros in uh, Mexico, Um, she just gained her resident alien status so she could attend uh, Texas South uh, South Moss College uh, where she was studying physical education to become a PE teacher, now resident alien status, I like that term,
1: of course you do, you want to be a resident alien. (laughs) You're like Alf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> cat botherer. <laughs> you eat all the food. <laughs> and then just try and eat a cat. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't try and... Where is Frank, actually? Know, yeah. got, the podcast he mascot. Was, he was by me earlier, trying to, like, eat my ankle, so... <laughs> got a damn
0: ankle by No, <laughs> No she was pretty popular as well. Like, she wasn't one of these... She wasn't
1: what you'd expect... She wasn't like, yeah, I know what you're saying, she wasn't a... She wasn't the goth kid from Breakfast yeah. Club. And she had a partner at the time, and then things get dark with him. Yes.
0: So, yeah, she was pretty popular amongst a peer group, often regarded as a good student. Until she met Constanzo. <laughs> so Constanzo introduced it to... Like, I think we've
1: all got... Had friends at different points where they met someone and you're just oh no, this is a very bad <laughs> <laughs> idea. if on, you were man. one of her friends, you'd just be
0: like dude no, this guy <laughs> No <laughs> No Simon LeBon here. Might <laughs> Do you, you don't know what Simon LeBon looks like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm, Is yes. it just because you've heard Rio and you're associating Rio with... Because n- you clearly don't understand the difference between Central and South America. <laughs> so, <laughs> you would... <laughs> have you been listening to Absolute Radio? Is that... <laughs> to the power eighty? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you finished?
1: No, I'm, I'm finished, I'm finished. You finished? Okay, good.
0: Uh, so, Constanzo introduced her to witchcraft and dark magic, as well as giving her a nickname La Madrina Yeah,
1: so she's.
0: Meaning lady. godmother yeah. in Spanish. She's the and
1: she's the magic
0: Yes. He initiated her into the cult using a mix of Santeria, Palo uh, Mayambe, and an Aztec warrior ritual, which consisted of blood sacrifice and deity impersonation. No, this... Uh, I mean, or- you, do, you do that
1: quite often, to be fair. You do impersonate deities quite regularly. I didn't know it was an Aztec warrior thing. Yes.
0: Like- it's what gives me my power.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that and Red Stripe. And Iron Brew. And Iron Brew, yes. It's the mix. <laughs> just all together. <laughs> just running through buildings i collapse buildings by running past them. <coughs> so this ordained her to become a high priestess of the narco-satanists. And Constanzo also put her a, a second in command, advising the cartel, basically to advise the cartel on their shipments across the border. On March 13th, 1989, this is the day that marks the beginning of the end for Constanzo and his court of narco-satanists. This is... So you remember when I was talking about they need the um, Gunga, wanted a more powerful... Uh, sacrifice. Yeah, this is where it all starts. So it was spring break in America, and all the high school kids and the college kids basically were just wanted to party and let off some steam before going back to their exams. And the kids of Brownville. How many poop jokes can we get out of this in the next minute? I'm sure you can get quite. <laughs> I'll call my asshole. <laughs> That's what i call my batty crease. So, basically, the kids of Brownville, Texas... You know what else i you know what else I'll call Brownville? I toy it after I've finished on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're doing faces. So <laughs> are amusing to me and not <clears throat> helpful to anybody else. This is more for me than it is for <laughs> anyone else.
0: Yeah, so, basically, the kids are in Brownville, Texas were no different. With nothing but a river dividing the border uh, between Brownsville... <laughs> Ah, get out of town! <laughs> uh, the border, Brownsville, between um, Matamoras. All the kids, all the kids, had to do was basically just drive across the bridge and legally they were allowed to drink uh, booze because Matamoras' drinking age is sixteen, which made it an absolute hotbed for all the spring bait parties. Yeah, you can yeah. So, so ever uh, suddenly you can drink. Yeah. So basically, all you have to do is just drive through. Um Board, yes, that's <laughs> <what>. thanks, man. <laughs> hey, I don't know what I'll do with you, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you've got basically the opportunity to, it's like I've always said Wales is the Mexico of the UK. Have you? I've
1: never heard you say that. <laughs> oh, I've said it a lot. <laughs>
0: I've said it a lot. Everyone here does a really terrible impression. We all claim to like the food, but it makes us feel a bit ill.
1: Who has ever claimed to like Welsh food? (laughs) Welsh rarebit, I guess. Oh, dude, that's horrible. (laughs) You don't like cheese on toast. (laughs) It's essentially what that
0: is. No, I don't.
1: Well, then there's something deeply wrong. Well,
0: because I don't eat
1: dairy. Yeah, but... You know, you have... you have a version of cheese that you could put on a (laughs) toast. You have a version of cheese?
0: (laughs) I like cheese on toast, yeah. But, Welsh rare, bit, no. Get fucked. But
1: it's better because it's got mustard in it, it's got...
0: (laughs) flavour
1: added to it? Nah. It's overrated, man. Maybe you're
0: overrated, (laughs) mate. Carry on with your analogy. Carry on, I
1: want to hear more of how Wales is like Mexico. (laughs) I don't want to, mate. No, <laughs> I want to hear more. I want to no, hear more. No. Now you've clearly thought about this a lot. <laughs> Apparently, you say it all the time.
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'd say Wales is like Mexico. <laughs> of the UK. The Mexico of the UK? Yeah, definitely. And Scotland's like the Canada of the UK.
1: I think you can get away with that one more. I think that one has more legs, <laughs> to be honest, of the two.
0: <laughs> yeah, because like Scotland arguably is better than England. Like Canada
1: is better than America. Um, yeah, it's nicer countryside and stuff. Yeah, the people are fun. <laughs> like going to Aberdeen. Yeah.
0: So like, there's that element of it. No, Wales, yeah, (laughs) I stand by this. This is the hill I'm dying on. Like, Wales is the Mexico of
1: the UK. We don't let people cross the border. Not if I have anything to do with it. (laughs) That is why you were screaming build the wall when you were on the Melbourne Hills recently. (laughs) Yes. I'm not a Trump supporter
0: by any stretch of the imagination, but I will have nothing to do with Wales. (laughs) Says Matthew Williams, Williams. <laughs> possibly Williams. the Welshest name
1: imaginable. Yes, it's so called Daffyd, <laughs>
0: Daffid <laughs> Jones. <laughs> <Pretty> yeah. <much. laughs> so now that we've offended basically everyone,
1: <laughs> I'm not the one who tried to compare Wales and Mexico. You know, I just handfisted way. I <laughs> obviously
0: like yeah. I've got Welsh. Heritage,
1: mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's fine. Wales is fine. All right, Wales, Wales is good. It's, it's fine. Remember, going on holidays
0: to Wales. All I remember from Wales when I was little is just the smell of pigs' blood. <laughs> when
1: well, you took on holiday to a, a, a an abattoir, <laughs> Yes, it explains a lot. <laughs> no, I was <laughs>
0: I'm just leatherface. <laughs> Um no it was just no that like, we no yeah it was just gross like we'd stay in these like really nice cottages but then every other day there'd just be this whiff of just pig's blood it was just,
1: Were you it, accidentally it, killing pigs at night <laughs> is that what was happening Were you sleepwalking and sacrificing pigs
0: if by pigs you mean fucking cops
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> no i
0: was i was 7 <laughs> No I just Yeah all I remember Is just like Pig's blood It was just rough And Just got bad Bad memories I mean like Countryside Great Um
1: Leaks Fantastic
0: Can't get enough of leeks. <laughs>
1: Daffodils Brilliant Love Love a daffodil
0: Love a daffodil Nice hats as well With a buckle on
1: <laughs> I think you're confusing Wild people With the Amish now. <laughs> Or Quakers Possibly <laughs> Or possibly
0: Puritans. Puritans.
1: Puritans. That's, it. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. I am. Yeah. I am doing that. Um, I thought I was relatively intelligent until I started this podcast, and then I realised I am a fucking idiot. <laughs> no.
1: N- no. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. 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 Matthew.
0: No. <laughs> is this what this? Is this what this was? Is this all just? A- <laughs>
1: This has just been an extended intervention (laughs) To teach you to learn some things
0: (laughs) So Yeah, Wales is fine I've never been to Scotland
1: And yet you've decided it's better than England I just, yeah It is, it's lovely, I like Scotland Scotland's good Again,
0: I like England But, you know, you can't say that these days, can you? (laughs)
1: Let's get back to the story After you've said something so
0: inherently ridiculous Deliberately but... No, say. you can't say it anymore, can you? you? can't say that you like England anymore <laughs> So, still desperate for an American sh- <laughs> <laughs> So, still desperate for an American student's brain uh, To offer to the ganga So, Constanza's henchman Kidnapped pre-med student Mark Kilroy Outside a Mexican bar And took him to the ranch Now, Part of the research I did for this, I watched a documentary in which it was a um, it was a police officer that basically led the investigation on the yeah. Texan on, on the American side, and his name was George Gavito, and he was a former deputy sheriff of Brownsville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're, You're the, the sheriff, sheriff of Brownsville in your mind, aren't you? <laughs> I'm the mayor of Brownsville.
1: <laughs> for more years. <laughs> Four. I am
0: not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um This is like a really bizarre thing. Like during the I, I kind of figured out what he was trying to do. Like he was trying to give some um give some privacy to I'm assuming to the family of Mark Kilroy. So it was kind of a sweet thing, but he just goes So the victim was called I'm gonna call him John. And it's like but his name's Mark Kilroy. Mm-hmm. And then all the way through it, he just keeps calling him John. But at one point, he does slip up and he goes, So, uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> Mark John, John. Oh, no. Wait, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> but even most rudimentary fucking Google search of this, but one of the first things that comes yeah, up is enough, Mark Kilroy. Everybody
1: focuses on the American that was killed. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: that was the thing that really fucking pissed me off. So, um... Just as we get into this, yeah. Um, so, still, de- you, like, kidnap the kid outside the bar. And, yeah, this is where the cult royally, royally fuck up. Yeah. Because nobody is going to notice missing homeless person. Yeah. Uh, they're often known as the less dead, which is fucking gross. Uh, so, i.e., the disenfranchised, marginalised, except for the corrupt yeah, police definitely. officers. Modern. They're fucking scum. Um, but, yeah. Um, No, but they were, you know, and but it's often known in true crime circles. So, less so in the seventies, transvestite, um, prostitutes, gay people, uh, orphans, uh, people people of color. Yeah, it's uh, but people are people are going to start noticing an a white American kid from a middle class background who was ranked fourteenth in a class of two hundred and ten students. I mean it's heinous that it took this long for them to for them to get for, for people to finally get up off their asses and start going oh maybe these people aren't good maybe we should actually do something about them now that the white kid's gone
1: yeah which is awful but, you know, fuck's sake I think um, it's, the significant thing is that, is that as much as you're talking about this guy calling him John a lot and suddenly, there was awareness the other side of the border, and that puts pressure on the Mexican authorities. It
0: puts pressure, well, you most certainly did, yes. So after Kilroy had been announced uh, missing, and pressure from the Texan government, Mexican officials bring in Serafin Hernandez, who was one of the Hernandez brothers, on the April 3rd, on April first, nineteen eighty nine. So basically, the way they got him. State authorities uh, were stationed at a routine checkpoint near Santa Elena. Uh, Hernandez ran through the checkpoint without stopping. So the officials instead of like causing a high speed chase. Or causing anything. They just decided to casually follow him in a unmarked um, police car. uh, To the ranch. Back to the ranch. uh, Where they found £250 of pot. And they also discovered a small hut. Now this hut. From the crime footage that I saw on the documentaries, I don't know if you saw this. It looks like when Leatherface went through his, I'm gonna paint everything black, mom, and I'm just gonna to listen to Slayer and I'm gonna read Anton LaVey's Satanic Bible. Um, it looks like he went through that, basically. Yeah, it's,
1: <laughs> it's a building that I don't is know why. Just ominous as fuck yeah
0: it is creepy as fuck it was they discovered a small hut uh, it was filled with candles empty whiskey bottles and the ganga which was reported to have a dead black cat and a human brain in it so when Seraphin was arrested at the ranch fair there was also a caretaker who wasn't arrested but he was um, sort of kept under house arrest for questioning
1: see I've got just to go back to the Ganga, I've got a list that's more extensive than that. Are oh, there sticks that's... in it. No, no, no. <laughs> I've got a list that says there's blood, obviously. Well, yeah. there's going to be some blood in there. Um, spiders, scorpions, the dead cat, the turtle shell. What? <laughs> bones, deer antlers, and the human brain. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Which... That ain't um... the stew, I want to be, So <laughs> Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> What's, ma- What's like mama cooking? <laughs> I
0: don't want to fucking know. <laughs> um, yeah, so the caretaker... Um, so He wasn't arrested, but he was sort of... Um, sort of kept under house arrest there. Yeah. Just for questioning. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason this all started is because the caretaker saw a photo of Mark Kilroy... Mm-hmm. And announced he had been feeding him. So understandably the police are just like say what? Sorry what what was that you just said? Yeah yeah I was been feeding him. Um I had to undo like one of his arm like cuz they obviously like hogtied him. Um get rid- so he could have one of his arms free to eat some bread. Yeah. So the police are just like Are you what? So when Seraphine so was arrested... At, um, so when the police start questioning Hernandez on where Kilroy is... He instantly just starts spewing information voluntarily. Um, he starts to tell him that he was the one that kidnapped him... And that Kilroy is buried at the ranch. So the police are just like... How? Hey, what? Like?" So naturally the entire force head down to the ranch with Hernandez. Uh, when at the... Um, when... Asked where the body is Hernandez calmly just says Which one Basically implying They've got a body farm Essentially <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah it's a private cemetery
0: it's, Yeah So then Hernandez just Start there's, Again there's footage of this Which is uh, available um, on, on some of the documentaries just starts wandering around the ranch, pointing, just going, oh, there's one there, there's one there. This dickhead is just spewing out information purely because he believes Constanzo will cast a spell back will allow the police to free him. Like, this is how
1: ingrained they are with... Yeah, they just don't see anything wrong at all because you got to bear in mind that the big thing is that he'd drilled into them is that anybody who wasn't part by it, was less, essentially less than human. It didn't, anybody you didn't believe, basically less than human, less than them, so it didn't matter if you killed them, it didn't matter if you... It was all in the service of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's crazy. So, when asked where Mark Kilroy was buried, Hernandez pointed at a piece of wire sticking out the ground. Now, the wire was fed through Kilroy's spine, so when the body had decomposed in the ground, Constanza's could pull the wire removing the spine and make a necklace
1: out of it again very keen very gross (laughs) yeah
0: it's almost it almost feels like um
1: i know they used
0: bones as part of like their ritual yeah but almost feels almost trophy oh
1: yeah there's definitely
0: a trophy trophy element of it yeah
1: i think this is one of the interesting things with this one because obviously we've dealt with cults that have had uh, that have real, murdered uh, people, uh, yeah. uh, murder people, or that have had real crime elements to them before, like the Noamians. But um, this seems very much like someone who probably was always going to be a serial killer,
0: but just needed something to justify. It. And
1: the black magic stuff and all of the is just service that goal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, this
0: next bit is. Probably like, yeah, this is where it starts getting brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> starts getting brutal. Yeah, yeah this is because like this 16 is 16 corpses. So far. <laughs> this has been plain sailing so far, guys. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to fast forward the next bit, I totally understand. If you don't, you get a gold star. The details of Kilroy's death included wrapping his mouth and face in duct tape, tying his hands behind his back, and then he was tortured and sodomized and then to end it all, Constanzas chopped the back of Kilroy's neck with a machete, then removed his brain and boiled it in the ganga. They then dismembered him in order to make it easier for burial. Again, this wasn't the most brutal of murders either. They also, um, there were reports of them skinning people alive, but there was apparently a a technique in which they could Slice it in such a way that they could take remove the skin all in one go, and that was sort of like a, as a punishment. So, yeah,
1: gruesome stuff. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean when it all starts getting a little bit cannibal corpse. Yeah, yeah. It all starts getting a little bit. Yeah, this is. You know, if I found hardcore. like cannibal, you know, if I found cannibal corpse posters in like his room or something, or it was like, oh, actually, it was a. Who was a fan of Slayer or Deicide. They'd just be like, "Oh, like, because this is rife during the Satanic Panic as well." Yeah,
1: totally. And I think that's obviously why, apart from the aspect of an American popular student being involved, this is why you know they did draw a lot of national uh, international attention at the time. Um, is you've got this like all oh, satanic cult cool. and drugs and it American. Was- it is. It's like, that's the perfect story for... Yeah, it's got everything, really. I mean, to
0: me, there's like... If if I was to make a horror film about a cult, it would be sort of Yeah, this, this. this
1: has like... And I think it's interesting It sort that... of feels like it's... Stri-
0: there's like a few cults that do feel straight out of a horror film, and mm-hmm. this is one of them. So this naturally kick-started the hunt for Constanzo, uh, who fled uh, to Mexico City with four of his followers, including Sarah Eldorado. mm mm-hmm. um, Now, the police were only called to the apartment where Costanzo and his followers were staying because of an unrelated dispute happening in the building. So, uh, the way, like, the apartment flats were, so, say, like, downstairs in my flat started having an argument, the police were called out to that. But Costanzo, understandably, riddled with paranoia, misunderstands uh, the situation and believes uh, the police are actually there for him. Just, like I said, Totally understandable. It was then, in a state of panic, he opened fire on the police with a machine gun, which again, understandably, brought more attention to his location and naturally more police officers came. Determined not to be taken alive, he hands the machine gun to one of his followers, Alvaro de Leon, to open fire on him and Martin Quintana. By the time the police arrived, Constenzo... And Quintana were dead. And Aldoretta and Leon were immediately arrested. So Dorato and Hernandez were sentenced 60 years in prison each. Mm. De Leon was sentenced 30 years. And if Aldoretta is ever released from prison, the American authorities also plan to prosecute her for the murder of Mark Kilroy. Yeah. so in total 14 court members were charged with a number of crimes including murder, drug running and obstructing the law
1: mm-hmm. one of the things that I've uh, read is that whilst they were um, held up there rather say apparently supposedly um, dropped a note out the window um, because she wanted out at that point I saw it was like, a white flag. She jumped a me. They're apparently red. Uh, please call the judicial police and tell them that in this building are those that they are seeking. Give them the address. Fourth door. Tell them that the woman is being held hostage. I beg for this because what I want most is to talk or they're going to kill the girl. So, <clears throat> this is, like, something you see, like, even with Bonnie and Clyde and stuff, this thing of, if we ever get caught, tell them that we were... You were kidnapped as a way of a, a, a yeah. woman essentially getting off. Yeah. Home, but it sounds like it was more her att- like final attempt at an escape because she'd... Almost like she'd just gone,
0: oh, I'm in too deep here.
1: Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Um, this, isn't, this is only going to end one way.
0: Do you ever wonder what... You know if either one of us go missing, mm. like what photo they would use?
1: Not for you because I know exactly the photo and it's the photo I will give them. <laughs> I will demand that your mother allows me to give them the photo. Anyway. I
0: remember you saying that you had a plan for if I ever go missing. Yeah, I don't remember saying that. Remind me
1: of this plan. I don't know what
0: the plan was. No, you just said like, oh no, don't worry, I've got a, okay. I've got a very much a plan for when you go uh, maybe it, yeah. when
1: you go missing. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'd normally assume that you'd either followed a cat. (laughs) I have previous. (laughs) You were somewhere where there was red stripe. Um... I have previous. (laughs) I'd check all of those places first. All the places where there were lots of cats. (laughs) And and, and red stripe as well. If there's a a cat hotel that is also... (laughs) Got not a hotel. Me. No,
0: can we just, before any sort of weird rumours start, right? it's like, you know, he's really into cats. <laughs> it's not just, oh, he likes cats, like, oh, cats are caught. Cool. He's like, he's really into cats. So he's, let's nip that in are, the bud. <laughs> you let's... are
1: currently wearing a shirt with a cat
0: on it. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm wearing no, a King I mean... Diamond. I mean, <laughs> I have t shirts with cats on Yeah, I know. I was just lying because yeah. I knew
1: mean, that I could get away with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like this is as you can imagine. Like I said at the beginning of uh, of this episode, this is an extremely heavy metal. Yeah, this is cool.
1: This is full
0: on. <laughs> yeah. So as you can imagine, this has influenced and inspired many a heavy metal band. Most famously, Brujeria, which which is the Spanish for uh, witchcraft. Uh basically their lyrics focus on Satanism, anti Christianity, uh sex and drug smuggling. And it's basically members of Faith No More, Fear Factory and my two fav- two of my favourites, Carcass and Napalm Death. Uh I saw Bruggero a few years ago. And they are fun. Yeah. yeah they fun. They come out like come out dressed like uh Mexican like what you'd imagine a Mexican Drug cartel to look like with like bandanas over their faces mm-hmm. and um, like baseball caps. they have got machetes. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's a lot of uh, an- wholesome evening. Eh? <laughs> there's a lot of anti-Trump imagery, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, they opened for Napanda. So it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really really fun. And also my another favorite of mine. Recent, my new favourite band Hellcunt <laughs> with a song called Necro... No, not ne- <laughs> Necro... Necro... Narco Satanists yeah. uh, and if Adam would like to edit a snippet of a song now <laughs> No <laughs> No,
1: not that <laughs> Yeah, I will do Okay,
0: cool Um. Yeah, like, this is, uh... There's also a Japanese doom metal band called Church of who Hero Awesome, and they reference uh, Constanzo in their song El Padrino, which is basically Godfather in Spanish, as you mentioned earlier. And it appears on their Houses of the Unholy Album. It's, uh, they're a really, really cool doom metal band, and I highly recommend them. Basically, all their songs uh, about, are about serial killers. A better specific ones, like... Really good. Cool. They're really good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to try and see them later this year. They're supporting um, Electric Wizard in London. So maybe fun. Mm-hmm. Be a fun little day. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm like giving out more about myself, than I.
1: Possibly. Mm. Do you remember when you were calling other people nerds? Earlier? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you were talking about the view from your high position that you would put yourself in. You're looking
0: really, really taller than normal now, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's been Narco-Satanists.
1: Yeah.
0: And this has been the first episode I've led. Mm How did
1: I do? I would give you a solid... um That's going to be mean, but you've done very well. You're a very good
0: boy. You come to my
1: living room. (laughs) I feel like we haven't talked about Uzis enough. Uzis are very heavily involved
0: in this story. Oh, yeah, there was a bit where. So, yeah, so we might have to edit this. So it's. Nah, fuck it. Extras. um, Yeah, there's uh, one guy who, out of sheer frustration, just started shooting his Uzi in the air like a. rich Texan from The Simpsons.
1: Yeah, they just used Uzis all the time. Like, that is the.
0: Uzi 9mm. The, the, the
1: gun of choice of the cartel at the
0: time. Uzis is are fun. fucking cool, though.
1: Yeah, everybody wants, like, two Uzis. Whatever.
0: I think I'm gonna get a gun.
1: <laughs> I think you're absolutely not gonna get a gun because you would be dead within a month. <laughs> 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 Maybe less. <laughs> suicide by cops
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> suicide by fucking accident <laughs> <laughs> <One> rampant stupidity <laughs> I would he tried to clean his ear with his gun
0: <laughs> Chief Wiggum style <laughs> <laughs> and then he died <laughs> wow that's a record for us putting two two fucking Simpsons references in one episode I need to
1: pee but if you've got to plug anything Um, I've got a couple of gigs Uh, Let's see, later in the month um, the 21st I'm performing at uh, Thousand Trades for the Kamikaze Club Um, that's in the Jewelry Quarter in Birmingham Uh, that's a really good night, Uh, come along to that
0: I'm in Coventry, uh, Bacchus on the 13th of this month, Mm -hmm. August in Coventry uh, That is £4 and that is a pre-booked one But then I'm also doing a free gig In Worcester At the Firefly Yeah the Firefly called Comedy Jam And it's loads of really good people on that Um The Coventry gig uh, There's Freddie Farrell who's uh, Also got a pretty cool podcast as well So if you want to check that out that's really fun We aren't performing At the Birmingham Comedy Festival As a bunch of cults Because unfortunately we couldn't get a venue or anything, mm-hmm. but we are working on, still working on writing and uh, performing a live show. Yeah. Um, looking more like it'll be next year now. Yeah, possibly. Um, something
1: in the that we can Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: mean, we've we've we're asking. We're asking. We're hustling. We're hustling. Yeah, we're the, hustling. Hustle. the hustle, the hustle never sleeps. Uh, we're currently working on some heavy hitter episodes as well, some big ones.
1: Yeah I mean there's some obvious
0: Ones that yes. we haven't touched yet. touched
1: yet And obvious ones that are maybe In the
0: popular imagination
1: more at the moment mm.
0: Oh I wonder who that could be mm-hmm. So I'm having to go back to my teens For mm-hmm. one of them Yeah. Not that I was part of this cult just <laughs> <laughs> How I escaped
1: <laughs>
0: um, No it's just um, I was I was particularly obsessed with this One particular cult when I was a teenager. Sort of what kick-started...
1: Yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> All of this.
0: Whatever this is. <laughs> so, guys, again, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, yes. 1,000...
1: 000... Yeah, we've gone over 1,000 listens now, which is awesome. That's we amazing. We appreciate you. We... I was going to say love you, but I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I mean... I thought it was going to be
0: too Yeah guys we appreciate you Actually I'm just going to find something really sarcastic <laughs> Yeah Again let guys Let yourselves be known We want to know you, we want to start a community We might even want to start A family <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't Okay <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Stay rad Stay weird, stay hydrated.
1: I well, you're not doing the old one anymore. No. Because you're brand new.
0: You're we brand, brand,
1: brand new, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers. Hello. Well. Hey, guys.
0: This is just a cheeky little disclaimer before the podcast starts. Um, we are going to be talking about some pretty heavy things, you know. Dark times are ahead. Yeah. You know, if you are of a sensitive nature, we are going to be talking about things such as suicide, abuse, rape. Murder Um, All the big stuff All the big scary stuff Yeah, all the big hitters You know, we're obviously not doing this to upset anyone or to offend anyone (laughs) We, uh, and we're not here to belittle
1: victims, we are here to ridicule ideas Indeed, so on that note, we hope you enjoy the episode But we also want you to know that it's okay not to listen Yeah, you know, there are other podcasts out there Yeah Not better ones, but Other ones Other
0: ones Speak to you soon guys Take care, bye Hello Whoa Hi guys This is just a cheeky little disclaimer Before the podcast starts Um, We are going to be talking about some pretty heavy things You know,
1: Dark times
0: are ahead Yeah You know, if you are of a sensitive nature We are going to be talking about things such as Suicide, abuse, rape, murder um, All the big stuff All the big scary stuff Yeah, all the big hitters you know, we're obviously not doing this to upset anyone or to offend anyone. We uh, and we're not here to belittle victims. We are here to
1: ridicule ideas. Indeed. So, on that note, we hope you enjoy the episode. But we also want you to know that it's okay not to listen. Yeah. You know, there are podcasts out there. Yeah. Not better ones,
0: but other ones. Other
1: ones. Speak to you soon, guys. Take care. Bye. to evacuate is to leave with us.